Welcome to Fabulous After 50, the podcast for women wanting to make the most of their lives. My name is Julie Kennedy, and I am your host. Well, hello, everyone. And today we go on a wonderful journey from to take from her notes, lost and lonely to surviving and thriving with best-selling author, speaker, host, executive coach, and master trainer, Eliane Han. So I was so delighted to have you with us here uh, today, Eliane. We met a few months ago, I think it was. We had a common contact and we really hit it off. And we do sort of feel that we're probably out of the same mold in a way. So let's start with you sharing a little bit about yourself, what you do and why you do it before we get to our absolutely fabulous topic to start the year here, getting yeah. us sexy back. It just makes me feel all effervescent. Good morning, Julie. Well, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm so excited. It's a little Dutch tulip in Texas that ended up just south of Dallas. So what happens? It's a long story that we'll get into in a short version here. So I, I have been in Texas for years now. I work as a counselor and coach. I am a certified professional coach and I work with people in their midlife phase. So executive coach in a sense that I like to work with powerful women, men that are having a successful life. Right. But there is something missing. They're stuck. And sometimes that is transition. Sometimes that is loss of a loved one. Sometimes that is a divorce. Sometimes that is the emptiness syndrome. Right. right. So I work with people that are really going through another one of the transitions in life. But this time where they're saying, I just want to know everything and I want to right. do that self-work and that self-development and that growth. And I mean, that stage of life that I just want to live to the fullest. So it's really, really wonderful to do so. And I do that also kind of giving my wisdom nuggets in the form of weekly television show platform. And I still have a little yoga studio on the side. So oh, I actually yes. come from a professional fitness career and have been doing fitness actually really since my little tippy toe dance shoe days in Amsterdam at a ballet academy in Amsterdam oh, okay and, uh, yeah I just went into a professional career and at some point now I'm just fabulous over 50 let's say it that way right? not just we are fabulous after 50 right what <laughs> is yeah. but I cannot really teach five Zumba classes a day anymore my body won't allow me and so I have just slowly over the last 10 years moved a little bit into the life coaching space because at some point I was employed actually for years at a rehab facility working with patients in addiction. And I did the whole mind, body, spirit thing, right? Just right. healing through the inside, healing through exercise, healing through trauma-informed yoga. And so I completely became specialized in anxiety. And so I was able to help people through all kind of Beautiful. just holistic ways to, to heal themselves. And I just put that life coaching stamp on it and have ultimately started working for myself again two years ago, self-employed. I have an office here and and just see people all over the world, really, because I can So you do it online, right? Yeah. 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 
But it makes so much sense. And I always find that that's the, the, the beauty of this phase. And I mean, you, you just embodied it perfectly, as you say, is that, you know, we do have certain limitations which do come. You know, we can pretend that we're still as fit and have as much energy as we had 30 mm -hmm. years ago, but we don't. So we can either moan about it or we can say, okay, then I take all this fabulous wisdom that I've learned and let me give it back in a different way, not by giving five Zumba lessons a week, but in a different way. And I think that's, that's all about embracing all of who we are, isn't it? That's what it will come down to. Just before we get into the topic, because you've mentioned this television uh, program. And so I understand it serves women all over the world and it's more or yeah. less 24-7. Yeah, it's 24-7. So it started years ago. I'm for one of the founding members. And we started with a group of women in the United States with a purpose to serve women all over the world 24-7. So we just gathered and gathered and gathered hosts on all female topics. So we talk about finance, motherhood, parenting. There's lawyers on there that talk about women, female legal issues, people that just do coffee stops and everything else. So every hour there is a presentation and I have a lot of guests or sometimes I just babble by myself and throw some finally learned wisdom in there. Right. <laughs> finally acquired of which we wisdom. have tons, right? Yeah. <laughs> finally acquired wisdom. And my show, for instance, is called Elian's Joy, How to Find Your Sexy Back, of course, because I keep throwing it at everybody. And so it's just a half an hour show and then I have guests on. And sometimes when the listeners are there, and that's the fun, the listeners in the second half an hour can interact with us. Oh, wow. So it's the number one interactive platform in the world. And the idea was really started by a lady who is very active in all kinds of women, international issues and causes. So Global Women International Alliance and so forth. She has been recognized all over the world. She is a great a well-known lady that started it, but she just wanted people to wake up anywhere in the world and be able to log in onto this channel and find something that they're struggling with. And what a wonderful idea. Yeah. So what's yeah. it called and where can people find yeah. it? It's called Win Win Women. Yeah, win, win, Fantastic. Win. So people who also simple. maybe want to be on the show or want to, you know, offer yeah. their knowledge, yeah. you know, to feature and all that, they can also contact via yeah. via there. Yeah, I, think I it's just a have many idea. friends that I in the past. I said, you have such a great story. Would you like to share? You know, do you dare? Or you have a podcast, make it bigger because we are at the same time on several television stations in the United States and Amazon. I don't know how that works in the Netherlands, actually. But do we have Amazon TV and Apple Fire, uh, Amazon Fire? Incred Apple Incredible. So, so it's out there. But what it's a beautiful idea that wherever they are in the world, whatever time yeah. zone they are, whatever nationality, age, whatever. Struggling they with. They're struggling with poverty or they're struggling with hunger or they're struggling with education or they're struggling with a legal issue or they want to write a book. People are on there. So there's all these different levels of, of sort of entertainment education, yeah, right? Yeah. That people can learn. It's valuable content in, in all forms. Yeah. Yeah, well, well done to her and to you, because, I mean, it's, it seems like a really fantastic thing to offer women out there. One. Right. Yeah. I think we could talk about that one already for a whole episode. But let's get back to our topic for today, because I love it. Right. It's about get your sexy back in midlife and beyond. So maybe yeah. first of all, we start with how do you define your sexy? What is your sexy to you? I tell all my clients and patients, as I used to call them, that that is for them whatever they feel right. that makes them wake up in the morning and go, 
wink at yourself in the mirror. Right. Right. Kind of turn around a little bit and go like, mm -mm, I can handle yeah. the day. And that whole saying really started working with people with severe trauma and severe addiction. Right. From trauma or coming from their backgrounds or wherever they came from. It used to be a facility with almost 8,200 patients. They stayed oh, for 30 wow. to 90 days. When I started working there, I started from day one working on my own trauma as well. Because right. I was never so confronted with the pain and, and the issues of other people. And of course, to a certain level, when you run a fitness studio for years, you know, how's your daddy, how's mama, how's the kids? Yeah. But yeah. not to that extent of really knowing why people are so much in pain. And for that reason, drinking or for that reason, using opioids or for that reason, you know, using all other horrible things. So in, in that sense, I started coming there really as a yoga person. And then it became for me so intense to work with people through movement or meditation or breathing techniques to try to get in their body. Right, right. And they didn't love themselves. They just right. didn't. Yeah. You don't love yourself if you're in that stage of really, really experiencing so much pain. And I started telling them, just get your sexy back, find it back. Because mm. if you find that back and you put it back on, even if you feel horrible, but you put a yellow t-shirt and a bright crazy mm. hat in the morning, and you grab those high heels, green high heels, mm. and flashy purse, then you go out and people will tell you, you look amazing. Right. Today. And improving posture, right? Standing straight up and coming out there. And I always called that girls up, right? Yeah. Morning, right? Girls up and just get out there. Then you are just kind of, you know, giving away a different personality of right. yourself. Will make you emotionally and mentally more prepared for the day because people will react to that. You will react if you look in the mirror. You go like, "That's my sexy." Right. You might not feel it yet, but maybe you put your sexy. Yes. Off. yes. That's how it started. And then I really started writing, and and so my my second book. Hopefully this year I'll get it done. I'm just kind of dragging a little bit with it. It's called 26 Ways to Get Your Sexy Back. And keep oh, on fantastic. And, so and keep on track. Is that, sorry, I cut you off. Yeah. Really just little nuggets. It's all about the words, right? The first word, of course, is acceptance, right? Where you are, what you did, how you grow up, what you did with your little T's and big T's, right? What we call that here, the trauma in your past, how that served you or how that just hurt you and what you did with it and where you placed it. And, and now I call that how you really move through and move with your trauma in a sense of bringing that movement in, which wow. is just a word, right? Bring that movement in. Don't put it away and don't yeah. ignore it, but just move with and move through it and then move forward and move up, right? That's wow. all it is, right? So it was for me the same journey as I did in that time with my patients. I become very aware of where I was. And mm. what I had done due to my own pain and trauma and what I had hidden away. Mm. So it was a beautiful journey. And I still And that's what you're basing on to 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 do this. Yeah. yeah because so, so the sexy really the sexiness that is word. that lightness, right? It's it's the lightness, the playfulness, whatever you want to mean. You know, because indeed the trauma does, you know, take us down. It 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 makes us heavy, it makes us gray, it's it's 
you know, we drag it with us. We're talking about obviously a midlife audience. So, I mean, we, we've been dragging lots of this stuff, you know, since years and years yeah. and years. And the more we drag it, the more it accumulates dust on the way. So it gets heavier and heavier. So it's finding that lightness again, finding, yeah. but as you say, so not through mind over matter or positive thinking, mm. or it's on the contrary by acknowledging then this, this trauma in whichever form it, it is. And as you say, the big T's and the little T's and moving through it. I like that image of actually moving, you know, because often we feel stuck, don't we? I mean, that's the biggest thing with trauma is that uh, it, it makes you feel stuck. It makes you feel yeah. that you can't move forward. You can't live properly. You can't open yourself up to, to joy or abundance or love or whatever it is. And that you're, you're stuck, that you're like hitting your head against the wall the whole time. So actually moving with it is already, I mean, personally, I even feel it in my body when you say, you know, yeah. move. Yeah. with the trauma yeah. it already feels that there's hope that there's progression in it yeah I always imagine just me being a little girl I was a skipper you know I just oh, loved yeah. to dance yeah. and skip and I was a happy girl but I had so much pain hidden inside in my 20s and 30s and in early 40s and I didn't show that and I was just kind of skipping through life and always the happy alien and Mm. And you're not sharing. And now I'm thinking that I just didn't grab that painful girl and skipped with her, right? And was proud of the pain. Proud of the pain sounds weird, but in a sense of proud of that I had to go through it, that I was allowed to go through it to become who I who am. you are, right. Right? Just kind of grabbing it by the hands and embracing it and saying it was terrible. And I did also terrible things because of it. Mm. Terrible in the sense of, you know. Yeah, whatever that means for us as well. Yeah. With the, yeah. I was really the wrong people all the time because I wanted to to change them and not look back at myself right take everything control the world right. and definitely do be very busy with that so you don't have to look at yourself so when I, I think a lot of us can yeah. resonate with that right just keep mm -hmm. busy doing 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 in particular yeah. for other things other people like that you don't need to look at what you need to actually let out of the cupboard and examine and work through and it was so typical when I looked back because I also came from what we call home back home what we call a back home in the Netherlands just the, the, the Lutheran upbringing in, in, in that ocean in, in the east part of the, the country and just be yourself and don't you know don't go crazy yeah do much alone and yes, all these that is and, genoeg, yeah. yes and just not, why why drive two cars one is enough yeah. and, you know all that stuff and I was real abundance inside mm -hmm. I was really more I really was just like you know I wanted to shine all the time and I held that back because I was always embarrassed that I'm gonna embarrass somebody yeah you yes. weren't complying to what was yeah. expected of you right to, to being just humble and in a place of gratefulness. But I want to drag everybody, all 500 yeah. with me yeah. right now. Yeah. Just, let's yeah. And yes. some of us do have that life spirit that, yeah, you know, we would like to talk less or talk loud or less talk loud or get, you know, less agitated when you arrive in a room. You know, people are like, wow, as if they've been hit by a hurricane. But it is who we are as well. And it's yeah. it's constantly being told, you know, be quiet or sit still or don't mm -hmm. raise your voice. Just because you feel, I, I experienced that too. I just wanted to break everything. I just wanted to get out. I was suffocating. I felt I couldn't breathe anymore. And it, it did also turn itself into all sorts of physical symptoms symptoms which were then resolved mm -hmm. the day I said no 
no, yeah. I am going to be who I am. Sure, I'm not saying that we shouldn't improve or that we shouldn't be, you know, aware of people around us and how we come over and being sensitive. But I think you know, most of us do do that. But there is a part of us yeah. which is our spirit. And yeah. it's it's that's in itself is a trauma to have to keep fighting against your innate nature in order to comply with the expectations of others. So what what tips would you have? You know, we're talking about a, a Fabulous After 50 audience who have, you know, every single one of us has our story. We all have our share of little traumas and big traumas, and they all affect us in, in different ways. What would you what would you advise in order to get that sexy back, to get that lightness, that playfulness, that joie de vivre back, basically? Yeah, so in the first in the first place, and I wrote about it. So two years ago, I published my book, my biography, and and wrote in the end the sort of life coaching tips. And for me, for instance, what I had always been through and which I found really, really important was that I had to let go of expectations. That was also the subtitle of my book, Letting Go of Expectations. I thought, so my parents passed away when I was in my 20s, to my mid 30s. I was in the Netherlands and then I moved to the United States. And then after, so that kind of packed up trauma after trauma after trauma. My husband then left me again. And so I was by myself, ended up in the United States and had no clue what to do. No clue what to do in a big country, within a big corp corporate world, in a big how to make money, what to do with my little fitness classes and all that stuff. So it was just really um, awkward times and I didn't share. I didn't share. So it was one of these things where I just constantly had the expectation. So be strong. And I already right. got through that, that be always strong and don't talk about it and get on and move on. And we're a little bit from that yes, generation, generation yeah. Thing, yeah. right? Yeah. You just do it. So here I was always being strong and in control and everything else. And so I put on a lot of expectations that I felt in the first place were coming to me. So I just, you know, you get in those circles of friends and you get mm -hmm. in these circles of your 30s and your 40s. Everybody married, baby, house, you know, wide open spaces, granite countertop. You know, I joke about that. And, you know, <laughs> so, you know I didn't know what it was till my 50s. What the heck? What do you need to have a granite countertop? But but I didn't own a house. I didn't own anything. I was just, you know, I was not aware of all that must have. But I felt that I needed to fit in everywhere. And I was always looking to fit in that expectation right. frame. And with yeah. that, put on a lot of expectation on myself, right? As long right. as I can fit in and just run and be with everybody. And so that whole expectation frame, you letting yes. go expectations that was my first big nuggets that I found and it is the expectations yourself. towards yourself right it's not even it's we, we take them on maybe we pick them up because we see other people doing that I'm increasingly learning about you know the amount of things that we do because of it being so wired in us that need for acceptance it really is wired in us because way back you didn't survive if you weren't part of the tribe yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're I was talking with somebody else the other day about, you know, speaking in public and why do we find that so terrifying? Why are we so terrified of being judged, of being told that we're not good? And it all comes from that, you know, wiring. For in those days, you could not afford to be outside the tribe. So you had to fit in and to fit in. There are expectations. What does fit in mean? So each group will have yeah. a different set of rules which need to be fulfilled for you to fit in. So indeed, to not put all of those expectations on yourself and, and learn maybe who you are and to own who you are. 
Yeah, I think we need to collaborate and connect with each other, right? And we care. I think that's the basics of human mankind, right? That we still kind of have that tribal feeling that we want yeah. to belong. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted yeah. to belong so long, but I just didn't know where my tribe was. I had no yes. idea where yes. that wild, crazy, girly that I'm still that that wild child tribe. I call it a rebel inside me. Yes, yes, uh, you know, so I where, that. where that tribe was. And so I just really was always working on fitting in and fear of failure lots of fear of failure you know i'm a serial what do you call that certification taker right <laughs> i always want to do something new so that yes. yes. now yes. i can be this or be that or and i had a tremendous fear of failure there because you know there was just things that i thought i didn't live up to for my daddy right. and my mama when i was younger and yeah. I couldn't communicate with them anymore and they yeah. had a lot of problems so I came through so much pain there I was just don't ever talk about it right never yeah. talk about it. yeah put the lid but on the awareness was so big for me to understand that I had made so much decisions out of that expectation and pain right and so the next thing that I didn't have that I always say as number two for the listeners is you have to learn to respect yourself in order to be respected yes and in many of the relationships I didn't feel that I was respected. Yeah. I was loved maybe, but not respected. And that's such a huge difference. I mean, I can love on a lot of people and I can love a lot of people and even make love with certain people on certain occasions. But there's just not that respect that I can create right. for somebody or that I felt so in some relationship respected, right? right. I, I didn't get many relationships, but you know, yeah, all, yeah, all, yeah, there were a few. Yeah, and I was searching, and I was searching, and I was searching in the wrong places, and because of that, I was just that person. But I didn't feel that somebody was really respecting me for who I am, for who you are, because that's the first thing, isn't it? So the first thing we have to discover: who are we? Yeah. free from all those expectations free from this desire to fit in and to impress our parents or have them being proud of us or whatever all yeah. these things that we're desperately trying to comply to so first we need to well who is the person who doesn't do that then you know you mentioned rebel or whatsoever you know we, we're discovering who we are and then loving it as in owning it right yeah. so that absolutely and, yeah and it's yeah. true how can other people respect us if we don't respect ourselves and we don't give out the right vibes either we're a bit like apologizing for being who we are or i did exactly. that for years yeah. apologize yeah. all the time oh sorry i spoke too much or oh sorry yeah. i feel like i took over that conversation and i'd be like oh you know yes listen and now i know of course to to not talk the whole time but you still feel squashed you feel little you feel that you're not good enough as you are right yes and you also feel that you're not um being respected sometimes or respect somebody that you might love in my yes. people coming up to me that says in, when I read your book I understood that my relationship was over and I said oh sorry I didn't yeah. but it really happened to people to me that people came mm -hmm. up to me speaking about it because he said I didn't I loved the guy that I was with but I didn't respect him anymore mm -hmm. and that can happen when you don't want to you're 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 this is yours you're you, you know it when you go to that Christmas party from the firm or from the business or whatever and you don't want to take your husband or your loved one with you because you're kind of embarrassed about him mm. Ooh, mm. that's a big one that, that is a big one it's a different yeah. click which happens in there yeah you well. love somebody is because they have, they're nice to their friends and they're hard workers and they're honest and sometimes they're yeah. maybe just you know good people but 
when you don't respect somebody for how they treat you and how they yeah. treat others yeah. in company or so, right? Yeah, and right. just a little pain that you just hold inwards, and then we hold it for so long that it starts really. Yeah, and it feels normal. Yeah. We feel that that's you know that's just the way it is. Okay, yeah. so those are great tips. What else do you have? And then number three is always just go to that positive thinking. I have no idea, right? Veto, guilt and shame. It's really important to just guilt let them know. It's just hopeless, worthless, useless emotions that are just keeping us and holding us back. We have to accept again that we just made a lot of mistakes or just did silly things in the past. Because That's part of, of life, reason. right, isn't it? People who don't make mistakes are people who've lived so small, right? They've never dared. But they, I mean, we start with mistakes, with dropping our fork when we learn how to eat, when we yeah. fall down trying to walk. I mean, mistakes, well, what are mistakes anyway? I mean, it's we're just learning. And yeah. I think that that's a very strong one for our age as well, the guilt and the shame of things done in the past. And I always think that, you know, how mean is it to mm. judge the person back then? I got yeah. from the principle that the decisions that we make were at that time the best ones. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't have taken them. Most of us are not set on the masochistic endeavors. You know, if we made that decision back then, it's mm. that that seemed at that time the right one. And it's very unfair to then, you know, accuse the 20-year-old or 5-year-old or whatever back then of not having the knowledge that we have now. I know, I know. And we just beat ourselves up and we beat so ourselves. Much. It's such a women so thing. And we stay in that negative thinking, which I did a lot. And I was yeah. also for years, for uh, honestly two decades, probably around the people that were negative thinkers, right? right. We'll never have this, we'll never have that. And yeah. so they thought that my happiness was really... Yeah. Really, my happiness was really determined by the outside world. If I find somebody, yeah. or if I have a baby, or if I have a house, or if I find that career, then I'll be happy. Yeah. And I just didn't look for that happiness within, right? I was yeah. always that whole happiness was depending on all these things that can be taken away anyway. Yes. How scary is that, right? People We're constantly living in fear. Constantly living in fear that somebody's going to take it away. Yeah. Yeah, it's like standing on top of the mountain, you know, in Portugal or having an amazing vacation. And that's your happiness moment, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. an event, it's a place, it's, it's you know, with somebody. But then, poof, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're unhappy again, right? And now yeah. you can't find it. And, it and then you're constantly happy. searching. You might say, well, when I have a new car, I'll be happy. But within yeah. two months of the new car, it's not new anymore. <laughs> and then yeah, you need really another one. Work all of that mindset, I started really doing the work myself, which I do now with my clients. To If you find a word that is negative or a thought, just immediately replace it, right? right. Immediately replace it with something else that is a, with a happy outcome and knowing that's your vision, your goals will come through, right? That whole work that you so have. So not to... all that I can't, I shouldn't, or yeah. that sort exactly. of stuff. You replace yeah. it with something else in order. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say, you know, that we create our own reality. And what we say to ourselves yeah. is what we're calling into being. So it might be time for us to start saying the right stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. a journey, isn't it, Tillian? I mean, yeah. we've already got to the end of this. I feel it's I could talk journey. to you for ages. It is a journey. Is a journey. Yeah. I always feel that we should embrace each step of it. They all come with, with advantages and disadvantages. Yes, we might have more physical ailments, so there might be less energy or, or things like that. But at the same time, we have the wisdom. We do yeah. have more confidence of this is who I am. I'm not saying I'm perfect. My daughter the other day, she was like, oh, gosh, you're so over the top. And I said, yes, yes, I am. That is who I am. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, perfect. 
No, and then it's so liberating. It's so yeah. liberating. That doesn't mean that you don't learn how you've got to, you know, act with people, etc. But there's not all of that fear of being found out, etc. I find it tremendously liberating. And for that reason, I find that these are really our glorious years. You yeah. know, we are more aware, we are more conscious, we're more about like you do, you know, giving back what we've yeah. learned in order to help others. And it is just so fulfilling. So just one last thing, I would like you to repeat again the name. You've mentioned a few times your first book, Julianne. The first book is called 60 Miles from Neiman's. The second one that is coming out this year is 26 Ways to Get Your Sexy Back. So right. my first book was an autobiography about right. what I've learned. And uh, Neiman's is actually a big, huge well-known store in the united states oh. it's sort of a luxury warehouse it's like the bayonkorf right uh, you know, okay like yeah like harrods and so i moved to a small town ultimately to get myself back on my feet cheaper away from the big city i just had to i had a baby and i moved 60 miles away from that big so where? that's what you mean, right? Yes. So you're moving yes. away from And all then of that. the journey started to sell. So it was really just bottom of the pile, everything. I was in the gutter. I had no money. I had nothing left. And I had to start all over. And that was 60 miles away from everything. Gosh. And so, look at you now, uh, literally radiating, doing all of this incredible help. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's, it's fantastic. I mean, this, this TV channel I find is amazing. The books, the work that you're doing, everything that you have done over your past has all contributed to making you the incredible woman you are here sharing with us. And for that, I'm very, very grateful. So Eliane, thank you very, very much. You're welcome back anytime on any of the very many topics you can talk about. And for the rest of you out there, this is a beautiful episode to be listened to, I would say, even a few times so that we can really get all of those tips down and uh, so that we can move beyond all of that trauma, get that sexiness back, that joie de vivre, that lightness that we deserve to have for the rest of our lives, right? Thank, Thank you, you and speak to me. you this time next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Now it is up to you to make it happen. Join me next week for another dose of empowering vitamins as we navigate the marvelous roller coaster we call life. Subscribe and let me know what you think we should be talking about. Take care out there.